0: Rise and shine, everybody. It's time to wake up with Susan. Spiritual awakening can be a beautiful, messy, and sometimes lonely journey. So let's do it together. I'm your host, Susan Sutherland. I'm an intuitive healer and spiritual mentor. We are all called to rise up above our conditioning and limiting beliefs and shine our light on ourselves and others. So let's get to it. Hi, family. I hope you're doing well. I am feeling very good today. Last week was a bit of a roller coaster. I'm not sure if it was the full moon and the lunar eclipse or if it was just my turn to grab a raft and ride the wave. I'm not sure, but I do feel better now and am really enjoying a settling into fall. It feels like fall. Okay. Yesterday was 84 degrees. It felt like summer, but in the mornings, it feels like fall. And more importantly, it looks like fall. The trees are really beautiful. And I really appreciate all of the memes reminding me to celebrate the season of letting go, um, of release and the beauty in transitioning, um, from one thing to another of of that letting go and that release. So I, I am just loving when I open the door and everything feels crisp and there's colors and leaves swirling in the air. So I hope you're taking time to enjoy it too, because it's just a glorious time of the year. And especially before I say before we get into the hustle and bustle, but if you entered a store in July, it was already Christmas. I hope you can stay out of them for a little while and just enjoy the season. Um, I guess I'm I'm feeling really on a high because last week definitely felt like a low for me. Um, but I got through it. You just hang on and you get on through it. Um, so when I do a solo podcast, I just channel through, you know, what is the message that I'm meant to bring through right now. And it it showed up in two different ways for me. So I want to tell you about those. So initially I was thinking about this event I have coming up at my house and I want to get name tags, um, for everybody just so, you know, you know what a name tag is for. I don't need to tell you that, but so I'm getting name tags, but then I started seeing the labels all over everybody, all of these labels that we, we put on through our whole life, um, not our name, you know, who, where we work, what we do, what we've experienced, who's broken up with us, who's still with us, um, all of these things, uh, what our symptoms are, um, just everything is a label, And those end up being, if you can just picture kind of an energetic cord tying you to the past. And what that does is just depletes your power in the present. Every every little tie that you have to any moment other than this one is diminishing your power in the present. And so all of those little labels can be a hindrance. Now, sometimes they bring us joy when we think about them, but when you are identifying as a specific kind of patient or someone who has experienced this kind of a loss or somebody who's always late or, um, all of these things, we're just labeling ourselves, And in doing so, we are depleting the pool of energy that we are able to create from right now. So kind of a visual for this is seeing yourself in a hot air balloon and you have massive potential. You have massive potential for taking off, for exploring, for, uh, for living and being free. But you've got those four ropes that are tying your basket down. And so I want this week for you to examine what are your ropes, What are the things that are holding you back or tying you to anything that's not now? Anything that is not your present circumstance. And even if it's something that you are proud of or overcome, that you've overcome, and you found community through it, Just think of how you are labeling yourself and whether or not that is diminishing the power you have right now by continually aligning yourself with a past version, because you can't get to the future version of you if you were constantly energetically tied to a previous version of you. So I had written all of that down and that's kind of what I was going to focus on this week. And I went to get my haircut and I ended up sitting on a call for a few minutes in my car. And then I ended up going in. And when I came out, a woman is standing at my car and she asked me if I pray. And I was like, yep, I pray. And she said, i I just, I need you to pray for me if you don't mind. And she went and she got me this piece of paper and handed it to me and, and said, could you please pray for me? And I said, I definitely will. And I went in my car and I got her a business card and I said, you know, give me a call. I'd like to do a session for you for free. Just call me. And then she asked for a hug and I gave her a hug. Um, and she just started crying. And then, um, you know, I promised to pray for her and sent her on her way. And when I got home, I read her letter and it is front and back, tiny writing of all the ways she's failed. And she needs prayers because she sees herself as this person who's done so many horrible things and she's so tied to all of the mistakes that she's made. And that is depleting her ability to be present now with the glorious person that she is. She identifies with the broken version of her past. Are you identifying with your mistakes? Are you Identifying with old relationships and how they made you feel because there is a lot of work that can be done there to release you from giving up your energy, there from giving up your power to things you can't control. Because the absolute only point of power that you have is the present, and so if you're identifying with a little girl who didn't get the attention that she deserved, or the teenage girl who was freaking naughty as could be and acted like a complete and total jerk to her parents, Susan, then you're losing power in the now. You have to do the work to let that go. And that, lo- that work is forgiving yourself and saying, Hey, like Maya Angelou says, when you know better, you do better. And so if you can assume that you were operating at the level of awareness that you had at that time, and that the way to honor your progress is to forgive yourself, to say, okay, Clearly, I had some stuff going on then. Thank goodness for my growth. Thank goodness I can look back and say, yep, I didn't have it together then, but I do now. And I forgive myself for not doing better at that time because I needed this journey. You don't get frustrated with a third grader because they can't do AP physics. And you don't get frustrated with, someone in AB physics, because they are not a neurosurgeon. Everybody can only operate at their level of understanding at the time. And I'm not saying we give a pass that people don't know right or wrong. I'm saying when you look back and you made mistakes, you were not serving yourself to not forgive yourself. You are giving that mistake the power and not yourself, who now knows better, who acknowledges it was a mistake. So good job. You can look back and say, "Mm, I really screwed that up. I was not a good friend to this person. Maybe it would help you to reach out to them and say, you know what? I didn't act in the best way, and I'm not asking for a reunification of this friendship. I'm just saying, I know better, and you deserved better, and that way you can move on. Because the more ties you have, to the past the less you have working in the present and so it's i, I even think they do this in 12 step programs where you go through and and you write your wrongs but a lot of times that is writing the wrongs that you've done with other people which is very important and very valuable like i think asking forgiveness is important For how it clears your own conscious and your own mind so that you can stop ruminating on how bad you screwed up. So, asking forgiveness of others, but allowing forgiveness of yourself. And that's, I mean, y'all know I'm going to tell you to journal because I think it's really wonderful. (laughs) If you can do it without journaling, great. If you can just talk yourself through it in a car and say, hey, you know what, Susan? You had a lot going on. I get you made some mistakes, but I forgive you. I I appreciate who you've become. And it's really important that you went through those things so that you had the development. Because you guys, this really is a journey. If you could magically be at the place you wish to go right now, it wouldn't be fun it wouldn't be fun to be at the end of the, the ride at Disney. The experience, the going through it, that is where we're supposed to have growth, have expansion, grow our consciousness, grow our awareness, is in making mistakes. So give yourself the permission, not only to make mistakes, because that will allow you to take risks to challenge yourself, to grow. but Give yourself permission to forgive yourself. If you screwed up, you screwed up. Carrying it around for another year and another year and another year is not going to change what happened. It is only going to change how effective you are in this present moment. So make a list like... Make a list of the things that are heavy on your heart that if you could go back and change, you would. And then acknowledge that you can't. And so your way of changing it, you can write a letter to yourself. You can write a letter to that person. But but go to that moment and say, hey, this is how I would handle it now. And I can forgive you because in this time period that has happened now, I've had the growth that we needed. I've allowed myself to expand, to learn, and I can support others because I I can acknowledge I screwed up too. And if you are somebody who will ever heal or will ever teach or Parent, oh my goodness, if you're parenting and are one of the people who've never made a mistake in your life, good luck. Because one of the things that's most effective in parenting is saying, Hey kid, I screwed up too. I made mistakes. I'm not perfect. We all make mistakes and we have to learn from it. We have to say, "Mm, That wasn't a good decision. This is how I've learned and this is how I'm going to grow. And if you can't model that for your kids, good luck. Um, (laughs) But it's really important that in order to be the person that you are right now, that you start releasing some of those labels. Stop identifying with somebody you were 20 years ago. If you were the greatest high school quarterback that your town has ever seen and you threw three touchdowns in the state championship, but it's been 50 years and you're still talking about it and have nothing else that you, you know, have, have done of significance, it's time to cut that tie. Bring your power into the presence and use that energy to create something now, create who you are now, instead of tying it to who you used to be. There are a lot of really traumatic situations, challenges, um, either relationship-wise or um, health-wise, if you are a survivor of anything. Be very careful that that is not a label that you leave on forever at the expense of creating the new healed you. We need people to speak up. We need people to speak out and we need people to support those who are going through it now, but be careful of using something you have struggled through as your identity because it's hard to move past it. It's hard to move into a healed space if you are always the victim. And that is not to diminish your experience. So when you're going through the week, think of all of the times that you feel that energetic string pulling you to the past what are the relationships that you're identifying with how your mom treated you or um, what a teacher said to you in high school that has never left you what some something that happened uh, your friend did, your maid of honor did what are the things that that just keep you tied to the past because I want you to see those things as the ties holding your hot air balloon down. And then I invite you to do the work to cut those ties. And, and that really does look like an act of forgiveness. Um, and what do they say? Not forgiving somebody is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Harboring ill feelings to someone else is poison on your energetic body. But harboring ill feelings to yourself is the same. So when you are tied up with mistakes that you've made this this poor girl who left me this letter she got into some trouble and spent a year in jail. Now that is enough time that the state thought she had paid her penance. But she continues to wear this this problem as her sentence. She is still guilty in her heart of all of the things she's, she's done in her past. And because of that, she's not able to move forward. In fact, for her, you could even see the energetic ties being, you know, tied to balls and chains. Like she's got all of these balls dragging behind her and she can't move forward because of the mistakes she's made in her past. And what she's going to have to do is say, yep, I made some mistakes. I I made some mistakes and everybody else has too. And what I'm going to choose to do is not make those mistakes today. And then tomorrow, I'm going to choose not to make those mistakes tomorrow, but all you can focus on is today. And so by carrying guilt, by carrying shame, we already talked about the, the David Hawkins, uh, pyramid of consciousness that's at the very bottom. You lower your vibration so much when you carry around guilt and shame. So a huge part of inner work is identifying where you feel those feelings so that you can come to a place of forgiveness because you can't change the past. There is no way to do it. All you can do is honor that you have had enough growth to realize now that it was a mistake. Maybe you didn't know at the time. Maybe you did, but you can't change it. And so all you can do to move forward is take the shackles off. Like leave the balls and chains behind you. Release the cords. I've got a lot of metaphors going on here. We've got hot air balloon going up, a man running with no balls and chains. I need all of that from y'all. I need you to release the guilt and the shame by forgiving yourself because all you can do is control the present. You can do today. Today is what you've got. All right, so this week you have homework. You're welcome. Um Think of the labels, think of the name tags that you have all over your body and see which ones you're ready to let go of. If, if it doesn't identify with who you are right now, if it doesn't identify with the version you want to be, if you, if you have a name tag on there that says always late and you wish that weren't you take it off, stop identifying that way and look for all of the the energetic pulls you have to the past find the little the little times that you keep going way back to get frustrated with your mom or you know your friend or the teacher who said something mean to you in school whatever it is that keeps your energy in the past let's just identify it And see if we can find ways to let that go. Because what that's going to do is call your energy back to the present where you are creating. This is where you are defining who you are, what your experience is, and what your future is going to be. And so we cannot have it tangled up in the past. So that's your work for this week. I hope you have a great week. I love you so much. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Are you ready to find out what your angels and guides want you to know right now? If so, head over to my website and book a reading with me. They are available in person in Charlotte, North Carolina and on Zoom. The link is in the show notes. Have a great week.